Fat Girl podcast is on sewing needle foreign body ingestion in dogs and cats. Now, in human medicine, 65% of ingested sharp objects pass without any incidence, with 15 to 35% resulting in perforation. Minimally invasive removal is typically recommended, in other words, something like endoscopy. If this isn't possible, then treatment recommendations are based on clinical signs. If clinical signs progress after three days, surgery is recommended in human medicine. In veterinary medicine, recommendations have been based on anecdotal experience, as there was very little information in the veterinary literature. So Pratt and all, out of University of Pennsylvania, looked at 27 dogs and 38 cats that had ingested a sewing needle and cataloged the clinical signs, diagnostic evaluation, location of the needle, rate of perforation, and outcome in a paper that was published in JAVMA in 2014 called Sewing Needle Foreign Body Ingestion in Dogs and Cats, 65 Cases from 2000 to 2012. In this retrospective study, they found that 89% of patients had clinical signs associated with needle ingestion. 11% of patients had the needle identified on radiographs by incidental findings. Approximately a third of the patients had the needles identified in the oropharynx, 33% in dogs, 29.7% in cats. About half of the patients with clinical signs had the needle identified within the proximal gastrointestinal tract, in other words, the esophagus or the stomach. Clinical signs associated with the needle in the oropharynx included retching in dogs or in cats, retching, anorexia, and cervical swelling. Oftentimes, the needle was visible during physical exam, more often in cats than in dogs, when the needle was found in the oropharynx. Clinical signs associated with the needle in the upper gastrointestinal tract, in other words, the esophagus and the stomach, resulted in clinical signs of lethargy and anorexia in cats. When the needle was farther down in the lower gastrointestinal tract, no specific clinical signs were seen. Overall, hematology and laboratory findings revealed no significant findings based on location. In other words, electrolytes, pack cell volume, total solids, BUN, creatinine, blood glucose, and venous blood gas were all pretty normal. Radiographic findings correlated well with surgical findings when the needle was in the oral pharynx and upper gastrointestinal tract, but correlated poorly when the needle was in the lower gastrointestinal tract. Overall, 89.7% of animals had definitive treatment performed. In general, this study found that the time from witness ingestion to treatment was associated with a more distal location in the gastrointestinal tract, but no statistical significance was able to be assigned. Gastrointestinal perforation occurred in 17% of dogs and cats, with no significant difference between either species, and it was more common when owners didn't witness the ingestion or the suspected ingestion of the needle. 98% of animals that received definitive treatment made a complete recovery, which is a very good outcome. One unfortunately was euthanized due to an esophageal perforation and septic mediastinitis. Overall, dogs were significantly more likely to have an incidental needle foreign body diagnosed. Four out of seven of these dogs received treatment, three of them did not. All seven dogs that had incidental needle foreign bodies identified recovered without any reported complications during the study period. So, what can we take away from this Vet Girl podcast? Treatment of sewing needle ingestion was highly successful with a survival rate of 98%. However, perforation rates were as high as 17%, which is similar to reports in human medicine. If you see a patient that presents to you with anorexia, 
retching, or cervical swelling, make sure that you've ruled out a needle foreign body. Remember that patients with the needle located oral to the small intestine are good candidates for endoscopic removal. And this procedure should be recommended in all animals with suspected sewing needle ingestion with the needle proximal to the small intestine. This was a great study despite its limitations as a retrospective study because it's never been assessed before in veterinary medicine. This study overall helps provide guidelines on how to proceed with a suspected sewing needle ingestion and suggestions for incidentally identified needles in dogs. The authors from University of Pennsylvania support adoption of guidelines from the American Society for Gastrointestinal Endoscopy Practice Guidelines, which recommends that endoscopic removal of amenable ingested sharp objects be removed. For patients that are not good endoscopy candidates, they recommend, quote, intensive monitoring for signs of perforation and daily radiography. Surgical intervention is indicated when the patient has an acute onset of clinical signs or the sharp object fails to advance for three consecutive days. So when in doubt, the ideal plan is to remove it by endoscopy. We typically don't medically manage these. In other words, we don't typically induce vomiting because it's sharp coming back out and there's a rare risk of esophageal perforation. But remember, a small percentage of dogs did have needles that were identified as an incidental finding. When in doubt, work with the owner, but ultimately, get that sharp needle out.